The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest has a talent that I think everybody could use just a little bit more of. His ability to bring you into a moment and capture it is like nothing I've ever seen. His camera is nothing more than an extension of himself that he uses to bring comfort into some of the most uncomfortable situations. But growing up in Bolivia has brought him some of the most beautiful and incredible stories that I'm so excited for him to share with you guys. Please welcome today's guest, Caleb Huangbo. Hola, hola. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about how the people you surround yourself with and the people that have been in your life for the past 25 years have affected your art and just the way you go about your daily life. So you grew up in Bolivia. Yes, I was born there. You were born in Bolivia. Yes, So and I grew up. You've you've seen definitely at least two cultures. You've Bolivia Mm -hmm. and now California and where outside of that? Well, I'd consider my parents' culture as well too. Um, But so in Bolivia where I exactly grew up for the first like 13 years of my life where I was homeschooled was a tribe like three hours away from the city called the Ayore. So that was like the main culture I I guess I remember the most and I was surrounded with 24-7 especially because my parents worked with the tribal people there. Their language calls it Ayore. Only thing I really know how to say is Ayore Posore which means the food of the Ayore. Um, But my parents studied their language and I guess I had the Korean culture in my family, the household and my mom's very unique, like, British side of it. So she was the artistic one. My dad was the cold cut. But they both were passionate about the culture they were working with. And when did you start photography? When did you start taking pictures? I, that's funny because my mom actually found pictures of me with a film camera. And she sent them to me recently when I was younger. And I don't ever really recall taking pictures. I just remember my mom always loved taking pictures every place we traveled. So I think it was implemented into my head for quite a while. But I would say like for the past five years, I've been finding what I like to take photos of and never really accepted that that's the stuff that I like to take photos of. But it became very apparent Mm -hmm. in the more and more time went on. So I decided, you know, officially, let me try to actually put 150% in this and see where this can take me about it like a year ago, a year ago. And I've been loving it. Absolutely. Why do you do it? What is so important about capturing a certain moment? It's so peaceful. There's a memory about it. Um, It could be the most, you know, like sincere, or it could be something was heavy going on and you wanted to escape for a second and take a photo. So it could have, taking a photo could have a negative. No, sorry, let me say that again. It does not have a negative connotation. It's situations can be negative and you can bring yourself peace by finding a moment. Anything that you like to take photos of and take a photo of it, and it's just right then and there. So, yeah. Would you say that living in Bolivia and living in the United States, having those two cultures around you has changed the way that you go about your art and what you look to shoot? Yes, it's changed in the better. It's allowed me to actually find it more. um, But because I grew up in the nature most of my life, nature is the key and the biggest thing for me. So natural light... Um, I'm not opposed to studio lights and all that stuff, but natural light and the forest and, I don't know, immersing yourself in nature and all the beautiful greenery and flowers and, you know, animals, it's, you know, it's peaceful and beautiful. Would you say that 
your inspiration comes more from Bolivia or from your time in the United States? Bolivia, always. Is it the cultures that you like to to immerse yourself in? Because you yes. you have this incredible ability to find comfort in situations that most people wouldn't find comfortable. You bring people, most people are very uncomfortable in front of a camera, in front of a lens, to let them be present in this moment without feeling like they're on camera. Yeah. Where did that come from? I think, you know, I've always, you know, I want to say like not nice guy, but I've always been nice and I love people hard. I'm a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. Um, that could mean anything or nothing, but I'm just passionate. Mm-hmm. And I've learned to like really be proud and love myself. So I love to see when people love themselves and I love to see everyone comfortable because if they're not comfortable, the photo will most likely not come out nice. You yeah. know, I want them to know that they are actually amazing at this and that they are beautiful even if they've never been in front of a camera because I can be nervous in front of a camera too. As an actor and photographer, I still can. But it's that moment of you letting them know and just being a good person to them and let, giving, them the, giving them the inspiration and passion to understand that they are amazing in front of this camera and seeing that switch from before and after, it's, it's actually like one of the best things that actually I enjoy. Um, well, and from personal experience, I know how good it feels, especially as somebody who doesn't like being in front of the camera, uh, I force myself to do it, but there's a difference when I get photos taken by you. I don't look at it and feel like I was faking the mm-hmm. happiness in the mm-hmm. moment. You have to have seen so many different types of people over the years, being in Bolivia and being in the United States. Yeah. Would you say that having those two cultures behind you has given you a different perspective into you know, the family that you want to create around you? That's a really good question. That's actually a really good question. Um, yeah, yeah, yes. Absolutely. Um, Culture or, you know, your passion from where you're from is a big thing. And I think if you show that on your chest and your actions and you're proud of it, it makes you so far, you know, everyone has such a story. It doesn't even about it being like, you know, you're from another continent or anything. But if you really believe in your story and you've had a life, you've experienced bad and good in a roller coaster and you're aware of it and you bring that to the table, I think it's makes that person a friend I want to be friends with. Absolutely. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier that part of your inspiration, part of your creativity is, is stems from your parents. Where have your parents like come in in your story? How does that, how does that affect your art? In back in high school, I guess, because that's when I first, I went to a private American school in Bolivia after I was homeschooled for the 13 years. And I, went and it was like a culture shock for me and the only thing i really tapped into was sports and theater and it ended up being just theater that Mm -hmm. i loved and of course that was a big thing in the household because i had just started learning that my mom grew up very creative and she loved creativity so she was very welcoming of it my dad he was not opposed to it but it's not something that you know would have been the first choice and i started realizing that that's what i do that's what i want to do with my life so that ended up shifting things in the household, you know? But I think the two differences and the two cultures set aside the fact that they're both from two completely different places. Mm-hmm. And that was so present in my life. That was enough to give me a creative search. And I'm sure there's a lot of kids in a very similar situation to you or who would like to be one day where they can make their life, you know, creative mm-hmm. and possibly have parents that, 
don't understand why that why that's so important. What would you say to a kid growing up who's potentially in your position? Like, how do you how do you guide somebody through that? Take in everything. Take in the good, take in the bad. Don't just ignore yourself to the bad and the negative in the household. If you're not having a good household or if you don't feel like that this has that support for you, think about it, you know? How does that fuel you? Like, don't beat yourself up for any bad thing that happens in your life. I think we all do that. Um, but I think that's what makes us artists because we've artists literally go through so much shit or have been through so much shit. And I think that's like the one of the keys to... You know, making an artist want to be great. Totally. To prove sometimes, but also to show that they are capable of what people said they weren't. Well, and it kind of sounds like you're saying use it as fuel use, in yeah. the sense of any energy coming at you can be put into a story. It can always be put into a story. Any situation, yeah. it, it's a story in its own. Whether it's a yeah. good story or a bad story, it's a story. Yeah. It gives you something to write about or take pictures of or, yeah. you know, it gives you some sort of outlet. And the older you get that specific situation, you'll see it differently and you'll grow with it. Mm. And then you'll realize how much that has impacted your life in the best way possible. That makes so much sense from a third person perspective. You know, like you have this ability to use moments that you've had in the past to really learn from them and grow from them and use them to your advantage. And that makes so much sense why you like photography as well, because it's capturing those moments. It's mm -hmm. giving you something to visually look at and remind yourself of whether it was just a fun time with your friends or the day that you learned something that will change your life or whatever it is. It gives you something physical, something to actually look at and remember. That's, it makes a lot of sense. May, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it hits in the moment too. Absolutely. Absolutely hits. Do you keep most of your photos? Or do you... Yes. I'll save most of everything that I have. You know, I have I have multiple folders in categories. Honestly, it's a lot. <laughs> but that's what hard drives are for. So we were talking before about what you would recommend to a kid who's going through, you know, a similar situation. Now, what would you just recommend to any kid who wants to be in your position as an artist, as a photographer? What are some steps that you wish you knew of, you know, when you were growing up? And what are some things that, that kids in high school or middle school or even elementary school could start doing to really make this a living in, in their life? Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. No. First off, surround yourself with creative people. Maybe that might be hard at the moment, but once you find another person or friend that will be excited about not necessarily the same art or the same artistic endeavor, but it can combine with you and something that you like, that's already a passionate person, and that's somebody that's excited about that art. That is, I think, an important key, you know? Mm -hmm. Surround yourself with people. Find yourself with people that are excited to do creative things, and I think that will blossom more and more. But watch the things that you like to see, the things that you like to hear. Take all that in as well, and just take some time. Literally take a day and research, or, like, you know, go on YouTube and... Find how you want to, like, if you want to make a beat or learn an instrument, do that, you know. And mm -hmm. anything you want to do and anything you want to, will want to do still requires studying. Mm. So. Put in the 10,000 hours. Put in the 10,000 hours. And it'll be fun because, like, when I watch YouTube videos on photography and other photographers talking about their compositions and all these aspects, it makes me so excited that I'm learning something because it's something that I love to do. Learn something that you love to do. There's no shame in that. It sounds like uh, you're definitely 
you're, you're not only an artist, but you're a student of oh, photography. Always. Will always be. I feel like that a lot of the times makes such a, a massive difference. The people that are the students of whatever it is they're, uh, they're in love with, whatever creative outlet they have, mm-hmm. seem to, to get better a lot quicker, or at least they have a drive that doesn't stop. They don't go to bed done. And they don't wake up, you know, like not needing not more. Needing, no. Yeah. You need more. You're hungry. Yeah. And it, sometimes that's natural. Sometimes you just got to really look and find whatever. Everybody's got something they're hungry for. Mm-hmm. You just got to find what it is. And when you do, go. Just don't stop. Mm-hmm. And you haven't stopped at all. And you you have this you have this thing where you, you love to people watch. You love to find people. Oh, yeah. And you have no shame in going up to them and, and saying, hey, I, I'm a photographer and I'd love to shoot you. And that's something that so many people need to get better at is don't have shame in what you do. First of all, no matter where you're at, practice yeah. makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. Practice, is, practice makes progress. Practice makes po- Ooh, practice, practice makes, makes progress. progress. I like that. It, what's the difference to you? What's the difference between progress and, and perfection? We'll never be perfect. As long as we're progressing to be better. <laughs> Totally. Than our old self. What, uh, like Matthew McConaughey said, remember that in the Oscar speech? Was it the Oscar speech? He's always chasing his further self. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Have you always been good at talking to people and getting people oh, to, no. uh, you know, no, no, take no. pictures? <laughs> no, no, no. Where did that I come think from? I can still be shy as fuck, <laughs> literally. Um, the biggest thing, the biggest reason. I was so behind on learning how to talk to people was because I grew up in the jungle. I was literally, I'm making it seem like my parents kept me away, which is not true. They still let me travel, but I was so heavily induced in that culture of the jungle culture that literally moving to the city, moving from the, from the jungle to the city of Bolivia, and then moving from Bolivia to the United States, and then just getting dropped off, and then having to figure things out on my own, is, you know... It's like anxiety, like literally. I'm like, I'll admit it, like you know. Totally. But I can imagine. It's funny how a lot of artists that I have met are still shy. But then when we're in the middle of our purpose and our creative freedom, we're the most. I'm just imagining explosions everywhere. Yeah. You know, like you're the most. Uh, yeah. Yourself. So I will have. I will have. You know, issues sometimes talking to people, and you know, but. Because there have been people where I've gone up to as a photographer and, you know, try to show and they, they don't really believe you at first. And then they see your work, which I'm like, oh, just I promise you. Yeah, you know? Sometimes like, the proof is mm-hmm. some people some people need the, the hard proof. They need to see it. Yeah. Well, Caleb, it was such a freaking pleasure to have you on here. Um, we'll definitely have to get you back on again. And yes, we might please. even have something planned. Oh, we wink, ha- wink. Oh, wink, wink. For everybody listening. My name is Caleb Huangbo. And this is an experiment. The experience is the experiment.